Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. And I have a returning guest today. It's fun for me when I get to have a returning guest because it means something special. In fact, it means a couple of things. It means that I enjoyed my first interview with this person, and it means that they're doing some other exciting things that you all want to know about. So help me welcome back to the show, Cornelia Simon. Welcome back, Cornelia. Thanks for having me, Dr. Paul. Love that introduction. I love the energy. Let's get the energy going. Oh, we got some energy. We're going to build some confidence today. That's right. My friend, because you just finished your next book. I I don't know if it's your your last book or not. Probably not. Definitely not. But your your next book just came off the press, and it's called The Confidence Factor. Mm-hmm. And yes. I'm excited about this. Cornelius, tell us a little bit of the story behind what, what brought you to this point. Why, why did you write this book? Well, I was looking at, Dr. Paul, I was looking at the different things that I talk about in terms of personal development, professional development. And the core of what was kind of the central message for me has always been revolving around confidence. You have to have confidence. You have to have confidence. It doesn't matter how much knowledge you know, how much uh, you know, conferences you go to, books mm-hmm. you read, coaching program. If you don't have the confidence to implement the stuff, to believe in yourself that you can do it, well, as Marcus Garvey would say, you're twice defeated in the race of life. And so for me, the core, my core message has always been confidence. And that has been my experience from, uh, you know, being a, a, a not having any confidence, shy, introvert, to coming out and be more, you know, outgoing and not. And so when I thought about, okay, what book am I going to write? This is actually my first book. And when I thought about which book I'm going to write, so, you know, I can write on mindset, I can write on, you know, limiting beliefs. But I said, no, what my message really is to everybody is confidence. Get your confidence and you can go far, far, far in life. This is where people feel a deficit. Yes. Quite often, they'll look at something that's ahead of them, something they want to do, something maybe that they've dreamt of doing their whole life, and they lack the confidence. Yes. To move forward. And I have people telling me that all the time. I think you're right on track with this. Absolutely. Yeah, it's the factor. And, you know, I'll just kind of go through kind of just very briefly my work experience, how I've been able to land some good paying jobs without having uh, some of the experience of, of those who are, you know, other candidates I was going up against. And I remember uh-huh. getting hired for a position where I ended with the company for five years. I remember asking my manager at the time, said, hey, you know, why did you take me over the other person. The other person apparently had more confidence where you got need more skills where you talked about the person. And he said, Cornelius, you have the confidence. We need someone that's going to come in here and they're going to be confident in their abilities and be confident in what we give them to do. That's why we hired you. He, he listed that as the specific reason. The specific thing. The con- and that's, when I, that's how I came up with the title, obviously, later on in, the, in, in life. Uh, you know, it's, that, was the, that was a factor for me that set me apart to differentiate me from other people. You had the confidence. And I said, okay, this is what's missing 
in folks' life. They don't have the confidence. You can take five basketball players, all of the same skill set, and I guarantee you, you can, the, the coach is going to choose one that is more confident because they know they can rely on that person. That person is going to push themselves because they believe in themselves. Right. Yeah. Yes. Confidence inspires confidence. As it, yeah, I like I said, same way I said confidence begets confidence. Or yes. another quote, we say confidence breeds success. And so when you have that confidence in yourself, you're actually, um, you know, setting yourself up for success. Because, because again, as I said earlier, you can have all the knowledge, a whole stack of books in your library. But if you don't have the confidence in yourself, the self-confidence to implement what you've been learning, what you've been reading, well, you won't become successful. So mm-hmm. yes, confidence, it breeds success. It begets confidence. It just, it just keeps on going. It grows and grows and grows. So we know this is important. Mm-hmm. I think the big question that comes up for me and maybe mm-hmm. for, for anyone is, well, but what if I don't have the confidence? Yeah. It's like, I don't have the confidence. And when I'm in that space, I don't even see really that I have any choice in the matter. You've looked into this pretty carefully and you've got some personal experience too. Yes. In fact, you kind of glossed over that, that you didn't come from a place of always being confident. No, no. no. What's the process? Can you share with us what you've learned about the process of going from that place of, oh, I don't have the confidence, I'm lacking confidence to actually having it. What's the process that a person goes through? Sure. The first step in this, in this process here is wanting more for yourself, having a desire. You know what? I got to change my life. I want to change my life. Let's say, for example, that you're trying to start a business. You know, a big part of starting a business is building relationships. And so mm-hmm. building relationships, you're going to go out to networking events or you, yeah, you want to go out to network events, but you, you're, you're shy, you're kind of reserved. You don't go out and just introduce yourself to, to total strangers, but you know, in order for you to make some of these connections, you have to put yourself out there and doing it and do it. And so the first step of this process is having what I would like to call just a strong desire for change. You know something has to change in your life. You know you need to get from, again, from where you are to this next level. And it's going to take a, a, a myriad of things to do. But at the core of that, I think, is that confidence. And so that first step is, you know, do you want to change? How bad do you want to change? Mm. And so, you know what? I want to change. Okay, now that we, we have made the decision that you do want to change, let's start working on your confidence or let's start working on some other things that can help you develop your confidence to give you go out there and go to a networking event or make a phone call whatever it is that you're trying to do mm-hmm. so the first thing is desire what is, do you do you want to change i want to change cornelius cornelius i i'm guessing that you're not talking about oh yeah it'd be nice if things were different you're not talking about that no. level desire Right. Now, you won't move. You won't move on that level of desire. This is, it's really not and what I would like to call again. It's not a strong desire. It's it has to be strong enough to get you up out of your seat. Right. And actually do the hard things that are going to be required. Right. right. Or to say it differently, to push you out of your comfort zone. And that's where a lot of us live at. A lot of folks live at. And I do in certain areas of my life. I live in that comfort zone. And uh-huh. if that desire is not greater than that comfort well, you'll never move forward. And so, yes, it has to be a strong desire to push you out of what you're comfortable with. It's almost like that push-pull dilemma. Yes, yes. yes. The approach-avoidance conflict is something that we call it in psychology, where you want something, but you're avoiding the pain or the difficulty Mm -hmm. or the discomfort 
of, of going there. And so what I'm hearing you say is that you have to have enough of a pull. You have to have enough desire to get you over the hump right. of the resistance to go there. Otherwise, you're not going to move. You're not going to move. And once you have that, uh, I like your, your analogy, that push-pull, once you have enough pull to bring you out of that comfort zone, to bring you out of, hey, I only go here and only associate with these people here, again, staying with the networking, uh, mm-hmm. building relationship analogy. Once you have enough pull to pull you out of that, that's when you're, you're, on, your, you're on the right path to starting to develop the skill set you need, the personal development to get to where you want to go. But again, like you said, it, it requires that, you know, you're, you're working with that resistance. And, and yeah. uh, there's a quote I like to use, that's what you resist persists. And so if you never, never, never face that resistance, you're going to persist where you are. And you wake up two years from now, a year from now, like, man, I'm, I'm no closer. I've always dreamt of this, but I'm no closer to this because you've been resisting the thing that you need to do, get out of your comfort zone in order to get to that next level. So what you resist persists. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What you resist persists. Mm-hmm. That what you think about comes about. What you focus on, you feel. You yes, and you get more of that. That I'm feeling that there might be some bad news here. Um, <laughs> when I say that, my listeners know. You know, bad news for Dr. Paul is I'm, I'm pathologically positive. So <laughs> yeah, it's not bad news per se, but yeah. Well, bad news in the sense that, okay, it's going to be hard. There you go. But it's not as hard as you fear. Mm-hmm. It's just harder than you want it to be. And the bad news is you don't get to skip the hard part, right? which is actually getting yourself over that hump and, and taking a step before you have confidence. Tell me if, the, if mm-hmm. this rings true to you, Cornelius. Before you have the confidence, you have to act even though you don't. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's part of what brings you the confidence because you got to face it. Like you were saying about the resistance, you, you, you've got to face it at some point. You got to come face to face with what it is that you're avoiding. Right. A common, a common fear that um, I'll say professionals have, or maybe many people have this in general, is public speaking. That's a common one everyone relates to is yeah. public speaking. And so it could be something as simple as, I have to give a toast at my son's wedding and I'm afraid to speak in the public, even though their family would not, they're nervous. Yeah. Until, in, until you're able to try it, maybe in a smaller setting, or as you said, act and do something, you won't be able to get to that level of confidence that you need just to deliver maybe a five minute toast. And so you don't, your confidence is not developed by you just sitting around thinking about it. Okay. I mean, it's a part of the process, but sure. a big part of what you have to do, you have to um, get out there and do something. And one of the things that I talk about, I'm not sure if I talked about it in the book, but one of the keynotes that I give, that uh, a confidence barrier that many people face and don't understand that, like, this is what's really stopping me from, or this is one of the things that's stopping me from getting my confidence is the lack of consistent, repeated action. That's a barrier. Mm. The, the, when you refuse to do something over and over again, or you don't do something enough consistently and within a span of time, you, you're, you're hurting yourself when it comes down to developing your confidence in many other areas, but in this context here, confidence. So a barrier to individuals overcoming their confidence is failing to take action 
or as I like to say, it's the lack of consistent repeated action. You may do something, but you don't do it again for another six months. You know, I'm, uh, we have our, when I was working with my, my daughter to learn how to drive, it's like, hey, you have to do this over and over again. And when mm-hmm. she would not get in the vehicle, she would be, or when she would get in the vehicle, she would be like, oh, dad, oh, dad, oh, dad. Well, it's because she didn't have the confidence because she did not take consistent, repeated action in driving. And so the same thing applies to anything that you want to, uh, you know, if you're trying to get to the next level in your life, you're trying to be able to do this task here, you have to take this action over and over again to become confident. Mm. This is kind of what we expected. And I want to point that out because sometimes we're looking for the magic bullet, you know, the the secret formula or sauce that's going to make me confident. Cornelius, you're going back to some really basic principles that I I guess the good news about that is this isn't rocket science. This is something not any of us can wrap our heads around. And the bad news is you actually have to do it. Yeah. And like you said earlier, the bad, you can't skip it. It's a necessary step in your process to to achieving whatever it is you want, whatever it is you're trying to do. It's a necessary step. And it's once you start doing it, it's really not that. It's it's kind of like that first step, that first, um, once you take that first step, like, oh, I did it. I went out and spoke. You know, it's like, okay, it's not that bad. Not as bad as you thought. Not as bad as you thought. Yes, but just taking that first step. When we come back from this break, Cornelius, let's let's dig into some of the other practical steps that people can take to to get this confidence factor. Yes, yes, yes. Awesome. This is Cornelius Simon, returning guest at Live On Purpose Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, Live On Purpose family. I know you're a fan of personal development, and that's why you're here on the podcast. Something else that I think you would really like is Live On Purpose TV. Come on over to youtube.com forward slash Live On Purpose TV, where you will find daily episodes that are all geared toward powering up your personal development program. I'm looking forward to seeing you there. And we're back. Cornelius Simon at Live On Purpose Radio again. Again. (laughs) And I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're back with some confidence in tow. Yes. And maybe your confidence has increased since our last chat. It it definitely has. You know, there's just from writing this book, my confidence has increased because I've been avoiding writing a book for so many years. And writing this, here you go. Writing this book, gave me the confidence to write another book and another book and another book because I've been this again the subtitle of the book is a transformational guide to overcoming fear conquering stuff self-doubt and becoming unstoppable stoppable and so I've been fearing writing a book not say you know the process of writing a book but now that I did it I have more confidence in doing it and so it works. You just got to take that first step. And just once you do, like, man, I can take on the world now. I experienced the same thing. This is so cool because I, I had told myself, I'm going to write a book. <laughs> For what? A decade or more? Yeah. And then when I wrote my first book, 
my confidence increased, just like you're describing. My confidence increased, and I wrote my second and third book the very next two years. Oh, wow. It, it, it's like it took the lid off of something. Mm-hmm. You've got some brain hacks. Yes. Mind hacks uh, for, for gaining confidence. You, I think you've got 15 of these in your 15 of them, and I'll maybe share just a few of them. But Man. understand this. A, a big, I think first and foremost, a big part of the struggle with developing confidence is what you the the voices in your head or what you're saying to yourself, your inner right. talk. And that all falls into this mind hack or the mind areas. And mm-hmm. so if I'm like, I'm on a, you know, this, uh, this radio show with you here. And so me, when I'm trying to help someone quickly become more confident, I'm going to start addressing the mind real quick because that's where it's coming from. Before you can even take that first step, I have to somewhat try to help you with how you feel about yourself, you know? And so these mind hacks quickly can quickly help someone if not, you know, do the task, really be prepared to take this first step in the mind. So, one of the first mind hack in my book that I like to share with everyone, and this is very important, very important, very powerful, very powerful, is you know, I'm sure you heard it before, it's the power pose. Having having yourself a power pose. The power pose. Power pose. It's Wonder Woman or it's Superman. It's it's whatever you feel, because there's science around that. When you strike these power poles, it sends uh, whatever chemical to your brain that releases endorphins or relief to something. I think it's endorphins that gives you that rush. Yes. Of, you know, we don't see that as confidence, but it gives you that rush to go out and do something. You know, uh, you know let's say you're in, a, uh, you're in a restaurant or you're in a bar for younger folks listening in. You see a girl across the bar and, you know, you want to go talk to her. She's even looking at you, checking you out. And you like, your friend's like, go talk to her. Like, but you feel in, you don't have that chemical running through your body to go out and do it. And so you just square your shoulders. And, just, and even right now, Dr. Paul, as I'm doing it, I feel confident. It's just so, it's, it's, so being able to strike your power pulse or have the right posture really sends, it, it can help you get that quick boost to help you go out and do what it is that you need to do. Right. This is a simple thing that you can try anywhere. Anywhere. Grocery store. Just try this. Instead of walking down the aisle and grabbing your groceries, just stand there for a moment and strike a power pose. Yes, and see what happens. You're gonna you're gonna feel good. I'm telling you, you're gonna feel good because we're you know we're sitting here doing this radio show, and I'm in my this office here, and uh-huh. I struck that power pose just there. And I'm gonna tell you, you felt it. I felt it. I mean, I wanted to get up. If we weren't on camera, I would have got up and like start standing because that's what it does. You know. Right. Cool. Another, yeah. Another mind hack that, that that helps is 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 telling yourself. I forgot what number it is in the in the book. Yeah. But it's like you know, I'm gonna paraphrase it here. It's stop stop overthinking and just do it. Just do it. And mm. I think a good bit of time I've been there, even with the book, writing the book. I was there with myself. Oh, I gotta sit down, write a book. I gotta do all this here. I got. I just overthinking the process. And when I stopped overthinking the process and just sat down to do it, within two weeks, I had it finished. Two weeks, I had to finish. So yeah. if you find yourself, let's say you have a presentation that you have to deliver in your business, or you're going to go out somewhere, let's just stick with the presentation. And, you know, you already have 
your slide deck together, you know what you're going to talk about, but you're just overthinking how folks are going to respond. You're overthinking how you're going to deliver. You're overthinking your bullet points. And in that, you're starting to feel less confident about your ability to deliver this presentation. And so my mind hack is like, stop overthinking it. Just do it. I use another term, but I won't use the term on this show here. <laughs> Just, you know, the Just effort. Do it. Just do it. Stop overthinking it. Believe in yourself. Believe that you've, you know, you've put your time and you prepared yourself for it and just get it done. And a few, a few months ago, my wife was going out to a meeting and she was all nervous, walking up and down the stairs, pacing, like, sweetie, what's wrong? Well, I got this big meeting here. I got this big meeting. Are you ready for it? You prepare for it? Yeah, I'm ready for it. Okay, then stop overthinking it. Strike your power pose. And it's like, okay, honey, I'm ready. Don't I'm do it. Do it. So these are quick mind hacks that you can use in order to um, give yourself a quick confidence boost to go out there and get it done. And there are several others that I have uh, here. You know what? That, that, that one you just shared with us, Cornelius, there are some hidden benefits to that. Mm-hmm. I believe that our mind will give us opportunities. And it will present itself as a thought or as an impulse or as something, that, just an impression to do something that's productive and good and healthy. Mm-hmm. And if we wait, we'll talk ourselves out of it. We would, yes. Acting on that not only increases our confidence, as you're suggesting, I think it also gives us an opportunity to bring about some good things that wouldn't have happened other than than if we had done that. For example, you're going down the street and you pass your neighbor's house and you have this thought, I should really stop in and say hi. Just see how they're doing. If you don't do it in the next 15 seconds, you're going to talk yourself out of it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I shouldn't bother them. They probably have other things going on or whatever. If you show up, you're going to bless somebody's life and and have a connection that wasn't there, and your confidence will increase too. Right. And you never know just by following that impulse. I like the word to use that impression, following your intuition to act on something. I, the way I see it is that that impression is coming to you because your higher self is directing you in the, in, uh, along the course, along the path of something right. that you already requested for. Yeah, and I think that's what folks miss and not to get off the confidence thing, but when it comes down to following your intuition and understand the power of intuition, when you put something out there uh, in, the, in the universe, you say, hey, this is what I want. This is what I want to happen in my life. And you start getting these impulses, these impressions to do something. It's, it's, you have to grow to the point where you're starting to trust that inner voice more because it is your higher self saying, hey, you asked for this here. Now I'm going to impose or impress upon you to go do this. And it, it's incumbent of you to actually act on it. And so, yeah, sometimes you may miss it, but the more you do it, the more you come to learn that voice and tie it back into confidence. You become more confident in what you're hearing on the inside, or rather you become more confident in those impressions that you're getting. So then it ties it right back into what you shared with us before the break too, that you got to have this repeated pattern of practicing this new behavior. Right. And that's, that's one of the, uh, uh, one of the minor hacks I have in my book here is develop a routine. Routine. You have a routine. Uh-huh. It helps you, again, for example, let's say you have a big meeting in the morning, uh, 10 o'clock in the morning, you have a big meeting, you wake up. If you have a routine for yourself in the morning, all those things that you do together 
puts you in a posture, in a mindset where you're stronger, you have more confidence, you're ready, you're poised, all those different words to help you deliver or to do what you have to do. And so having that routine, I'm going to wake up in the morning, I'm going to do my affirmations, I'm going to affirm who I am, I'm going to look myself in the mirror, I'm going to do my power pose, uh, whatever it is that your routine that you develop in order to, uh, to, to, again, make you feel you know, confident about yourself, square your shoulders with not, that's going to help you do that. And another mind hack that I don't think people recognize, I like this because I do it all the time, is put on some perfume or cologne, ladies perfume, something that makes you, it's, it's, I, I, it's, it could be a rainy day out here and no sun is shining. I wake up, I get myself dressed. I can go downstairs and I feel like, man, something is off with me. I'm, I'm not feeling something is off. Hmm. And I'll just take a thought through like, and then because I'm used to putting cologne on, say, okay, well, something's missing. Go upstairs, look at my array of colognes, put something on. So being able to put a fragrance or a cologne on you, it helps. Again, it's, it's, it's chemical and it's a mindset. Mm-hmm. And so that's a quick, quick hack that you can do. Spray some cologne in the morning. Yeah, I smell good because again, you feel confident about yourself. <laughs> and when you have that inner confidence, you can deliver uh, uh, more effectively. You can do something with you know with greater success. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and you've got fifteen of these in your book. Yeah, fifteen mind hacks. It's it's you know again could have more, but just to kind of keep it contained. Maybe yeah. I do another book with just mind hacks, but fifteen of them to uh, to help you quickly quickly boost your confidence which will improve every aspect of your life. I'm just thinking, Cornelius, about how this impacts your job, uh, your, your work, whatever it is. You know, if you're an entrepreneur, that's certainly going to have a, an impact. Uh, your, your, your parenting, your parenting. I mean, I, parenting. I see that often in my, in my home. Sometimes I feel like, well, with my daughter, she's 19 now. I feel like I don't want, I want to give her that space of coming to a young adult. Yeah. And so I lack confidence to tell her something that I need to tell her to help her. And so I think, okay, you know, confidence. So it, again, that's why I said earlier, boosting your confidence or developing your confidence, it spills over, or as you said, confidence begets confidence. Confidence right. begets confidence. And so as you become more confident in one area of life, you can use that to become confident in other areas of life. So it's applicable. It doesn't matter. Profession, mm-hmm. career parenting relationships it's you gotta have every it. Aspect it life. every aspect of life yes wow how can people best find your book your yeah. website where, where do they go so go to the book i want to get you to start at the confidence factor book.com go there that we okay. can read, read a little bit about the book you can look at some i have a couple pages of excerpts from the book there so go out to theconfidencefactorbook.com and you can get there, read about the book. Also go out to the Amazon, download it on either Amazon or for Kindle, the book paperback or the Kindle version. But that's where they could go to there. Then you got those 15 hacks right there in your hand. Yeah. Yes. Then you get in your hand and when you still like, you know what, I got something big or I need to go have this tough, this difficult conversation, you know, that you're avoiding having. Yeah. You know, pick up one of these mind hacks. You know, stop overthinking it. Stop thinking that the person is going to take it the wrong way. This going to become this big confrontation. No, just stop overthinking it and go get it done. And 
build your confidence. And Cornelius, you're also available for speaking or training or events to, to talk about these uh, powerful topics. Absolutely. That's, again, that's a big part of what I'm doing now. I'm going into colleges. I, uh, this year here, I've been focusing. Oh, great place. It, it is because, again, having a, a, a college kid in, in the house and my family, I'm seeing some of the things that she's dealing with. And so, yes, I'm available for speaking. If you want to you know, bring this before your, um, your employees, your colleges, small association, it's applicable in every area of life. And you would not, you know, you know, to your audience there, just having a discussion, a topic around confidence will boost your productivity of your employees. It will give them that extra mm. they need in order to really do their job more efficiently. Wow. What a powerful topic. What a powerful concept. What a powerful guest for Live On Purpose Radio here today. Folks, you've heard it today from the man, Cornelius Simon. <laughs> the, man. Uh, the book is The Confidence Factor, and you can find that at theconfidencefactorbook.com. And that's where you can also connect to our amazing guest today. Cornelius, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me again, Dr. Paul. I'm looking forward to getting this next book started here. Again, I was fearfully needed, just like you, 10 years, didn't want to write a book. Now that you got it done, your confidence like, what? I could just done it. You can do this. And, and dear listener, you can do this as well. And it's time now for all of us to go live on purpose. <laughs>